Hey friends, this episode of the Green and Growing podcast is a recording from our January virtual coffee with the fabulous Miss Cara Parlato Butler, and she is talking all about how to have successful subs to get them coming back to sub in your classroom, how to set them up for success. This is one that I just had to share again, and if you have any questions or or need um, some of the resources that she shared, you can always go to our Green and Growing um, website, which will bring you or give you links to be able to get to the virtual coffee portal, portal where all of this is housed. Enjoy! All right, let's go ahead and get started. So the first thing I have for you guys is a quick question. And you can go ahead and drop your answer in the chat. And what you'll see here is a picture from the Ants movie. And my question for you tonight is to name your favorite movie to show in class and what class content area it's connected to. So here's my example. I have ants and then just put a little comma or colon or however, whatever you're feeling like and set up the class there. And so ants represents ag economics for me. So I'd love to see what movie you guys like showing in class and what content area it represents. Perfect. I was wondering how many Temple Grandins we would have. I almost used that as my example so we wouldn't see it so many times. <laughs> but it is a good one for sure. Zootopia, definitely. Bambi. Um, remember the Titans for leadership. That's a great one. Um, biggest Little Farm. And let's see. The Bee Movie for Horticulture. That's another one I use, Cassidy, for sure. Okay, Kiss the Ground for Soil Science, McFarland USA, awesome. Okay, so thank you guys so much for putting these in the chat. It actually is going to be your first takeaway that you're gonna get from me tonight. We just compiled a complete list of movies that we can all use now, right? And we know what class to use them in. The one thing though that I'm gonna start with is you are not gonna show these movies when you have a sub, okay? We are reinventing the wheel. We are gonna fix up those sub plans and you're not gonna be leaving movies anymore. And why do I say that? Is because somebody gave me some advice about five years ago that changed my life. You save those movies for when you're there. Why? Because it gives you time to catch up on things while your students are there. And then you can also dissect the movie with them and in the end discuss it. But it is the best lifesaver. Let me tell you, showing that movie when you are there in class, maybe it's a day where you've lost your voice or you're just not feeling it and you're there. Save those movies and let's kind of shift gears and let's fix her up those sub plans. So I'm going to break it into three categories. Um, we're going to talk about the importance of a detailed sub plan, how not to lose a good sub, and then some resources from the National FFA that you can use um, for your subs and for sub plans. Throughout the presentation, you're gonna see this little paintbrush down here. Paintbrush means that there are extra links and extra resources. So when you head to the virtual coffee portal and you open up this slideshow, 
click on paintbrushes, it's gonna give you a ton of resources and exciting things um, that I'm gonna share with you. So let's go ahead and let's start with those detailed subplants. So we wanna make sure that you are giving your sub as much information as possible. We are really fortunate at our school that our secretary puts together a little folder for all of our subs, but guess what? She's out this week. So those subs are not getting that pretty folder. So just in case that ever happens to you, you wanna make sure that you're including all that important information. I have an example of my sub plans over here on the left and they are pretty detailed. Yes, I um, can get a little wordy at times, uh, but there's a few things that are really important. And first is the bell schedule. Whether it's posted in your class or not, it's always good to put on that piece of paper. So then your sub and your students have a double reference. So your sub can be like, oh, I have it in front of me. And then your students can have it up on their wall, all those kinds of things. So that's really um, important to include that bell schedule. Also phone numbers. I put my phone number on here because typically I'm away um, at an event where I can easily be accessed and I'm more than happy to help. But also include phone numbers um, for maybe your disciplinarian or if you have that go-to secretary, whatever you feel are the best like emergency contacts, include those phone numbers. So I've got my phone numbers, my bell schedule. Notes, this is my favorite part and you can see it down here on the bottom. And don't worry, you're getting a copy of these subplants. Just click on that little brush when you have it. Um, so these notes down here, I love when subs give me feedback. And I found that if I leave them a place to put that feedback, I get more of it. And I love asking for not only the kids that were not so awesome, but also those kids that were awesome because I want to get a, um, I want to give them credit for that. Usually if there's candy involved the next day when I get back and then you're not so awesome kids, you're gonna learn about what to do with them in the next couple of slides. So after our note section, I also have step-by-step. -step. This is your detailed out. What is going on today? What is happening? I put this in three different places. <laughs> it goes on the board. It typically goes in Google Classroom and it goes on the sub plan. Even when I put the sub plans in front, I find um, that the sub ends up writing them on the board anyways. So now I'm doing it in all three places. It relieves the stress on them and they're not getting 101 questions from students. And then lastly, I have a question for you guys to ask yourself. And that's what is special about your classroom? Everyone has those quirks or those different things. One thing I realized um, this year, I started selling water to my kids because after lunch, they always want water. Well, we had a sub and the kids are like, we want water, we need water, we know where to get it. Well, kids started helping themselves to water and I never saw any of that money and they were in areas they weren't supposed to be. So now in my sub plans, I include no water for sale today. So if anyone asks, the sub knows. But also what's really important here too is if you have classroom animals, um, you know, what are those special rules that that sub needs to know that the kids might try to pull a fast one on? Um, be sure to include that. I've had kids who are on no roam, they're not allowed out of the classroom. Um, also kids with allergies, you know, if there's peanuts or something, you have that EpiPen, where are those things located? We also have a really long, weird schedule that's constantly changing. So I put in those notes um, about our bathroom policy. So really ask yourself what's special about your classroom. All right, let's move on from those detailed sub plans on how not to lose a sub in lessons experience. 
so what's really important, like I just showed you, is those detailed plans. Also included in those detailed plans, I have visuals and hard copies. Like I said, I post on the whiteboard the agenda for the day, what's going on, any special notes, when are things due, all that good stuff. Seating charts are killer. And maybe you let your kids sit wherever you want. That's fine. But include that in your notes. Um, I have subs that say, no, you have to stay in those seats. And my kids in floral are like, but we have an open seating chart. Okay, we got to include that. So what's really awesome is our um, management system is Aries, where we do attendance. It prints out a seating chart. It actually includes pictures of the kids too. I just left those off. Um, because you guys are going to see them all, but it's a great little resource. I pop this into a, um, a clear little folder. I write the period on it and they know where kids are supposed to be. And I hope that they can hopefully um, sit in their seats if they're asked to, and it's not an issue with the subs. Also hard copies. So this Thursday, I am going to speak at a teacher, a student teacher conference. And I printed out a copy of the reading that I posted in Google Classroom for my kids because my sub does not have access to Google Classroom. So any hard copy is always good to attach to your detailed plans. Um, really important as well as the assignment. I tend to not give them answer keys because they tend to share those too much with the kiddos. Um, depending on your kids, that might work for you. Um, but as much information the sub can have is typically helpful. In addition to that, thank you notes. Always a nice little addition. I include them in my detailed sub plan. Some people will attach it to snacks or treats. I've got a little snack box down here. It says, thank you. Enjoy a treat while you're here. There's water in our fridge. All those, excuse me, all those important things to make that sub want to come back. Right now we have such a sub shortage. Um, at our school today alone, we had over 12 teachers out um, with all the crazy COVID stuff going on. So um, our peers are being asked to teach. Uh, and that's a lot easier for them to come in and be like, hey, here's a piece of chocolate. Thanks for covering my class. It makes them want to come back and you're not going to lose that sub. Um, so having those tracks, excuse me, snacks and treats is a great thing. Um, in addition to that, I like to include special requests. What do you ask that might be? Well, we have this absent manager system that we have to put all our absences into. What's really great is if a sub picks it up that's not within your school, another teacher, you can leave them notes. You can even include assignments on here. And you can also leave a note to your administrator, whoever's handling your absence, and let them know, hey, we've got a sub plan. It's going to be an easy day or whatever it might be that will entice that person to sub. Previously, I've also been able to go in and request subs. And that's when I put special requests because if you find a sub who wants to come back, the kids love that consistency. So if you can request somebody, please do so in your system if you have something really cool like this. Like I mentioned before, we have those days where the kids are just little buttheads to our subs. So that means there might be some apology letters involved. If you don't get the best report, make sure that you have your kids write some apology letters. If they listed specific kids that weren't so great, maybe those are the ones writing the apology letters. And the ones that were great are giving you feedback on the day. I will say though, I did get a very weird sub report um, a few weeks ago where I was like, this is not like my kids, something happens. 
Um, I consulted with the kids first and said, hey, what happened? You guys didn't get a good report. They gave me feedback and I realized, you know what? That sub wasn't the best fit with them. And they need to understand that we're not all the same. We don't know the same rules as everybody. So be respectful of that. Having those conversations with your kiddos is a really important thing and something to consider um, before you jump right into that apology letter and making sure that you're on the same page. All right, the last thing I'm gonna wrap up with because I don't wanna take up too much of our time is the National FFA resources. And this is what I predominantly use for my sub plans. And it has been such an amazing blessing to have these. Um, what's awesome about when you get to this slide, when you're reviewing, all of these are linked um, exactly to the lesson. So the one that is my go-to is the New Horizon articles. Uh, they have a digital copy, which is what I'm gonna use on Thursday. I found a great floral lesson. They have content worksheets and answer keys. Everything at the tip of your fingers and you do not have to recreate the wheel. If you get the hard copies of the magazine, even better, then the kids can have that um, content in front of them and your admin's gonna be happy too because they're gonna be like, ooh, they're reading text, awesome. <laughs> so kind of bringing it together. Also, another great um, resource is the keynote and retiring addresses. All of these are recorded and you have access to them. You can have a sub play them or you can um, connect it to Google Classroom or anything like that. And then there is a worksheet that goes along with it. And the questions are detailed out so they can just go right from the video to the questions, a great option. Uh, the next one is choice boards. And we all have heard about choice boards and probably use them in distance learning but ones that are already made for you are amazing. <laughs> so here are um, a few choice boards that National FFA has put together. They have everything from SAE to an FFA scavenger hunt, lots of options. The last two um, are resources that I didn't know. I was like, well, should I leave these for a sub? They're actually perfect. Um, my teaching partner does the same thing. Uh, when she is teaching her FFA unit, she leaves it when she's gone. So she's a shop teacher. And when she's there, she wants her kids to be in the shop. So with that being said, she leaves the FFA info and does the scavenger hunt and things like that um, when she's not there. So then the kids can also be in the shop. This past um, winter or December, when I was at NAAE, uh, I left SAE packet for my kiddos and they loved it because it was a little bit more interactive and they had options and to go online as well as hard copies. So having different resources in forms of medium was really helpful for them. So all of these resources can be found at the National SSA website. And I'm gonna show you a couple examples here. I mentioned that whole floral lesson. What is so awesome is here's the article. I printed this out for the sub. It's gonna be in their Google Classroom. There's content practice worksheets. I got so excited when I saw this. It was a pricing worksheet that I have been making for like the last three years. And I'm all, oh my gosh, it's already done for me. This is awesome. And then answer keys. So all of these worksheets have answer keys, um, which make your life a lot easier. And when you're ready to access those National FFA resources and you want beyond more than the links that I provided you, Here's a little step-by-step -step, um, that you can check out. I've got the paintbrush link to these as well. Tells you how to get um, to FFA.org and find the FFA resources, explore FFA, and then you go to educator resources, 
Um, what's really great that I just was brushing up on is the search engine. So at the top of FFA.org, there's a search engine up here, but it's not the best of the search engines. You wanna scroll down when you get to educator resources, you can type in any topic, maybe it's food science and you need a quick lesson that you can leave for a sub, it just pops right up. It's a really great resource. You don't have to download anything extra and you have PDFs, Word documents, you can convert them to Google Docs all in one place. I highly, highly recommend it. So please take advantage of all of these resources um, that National FFA has to offer and as well as the resources that I've provided for you. Um, thank you again for having me, um, German, excuse me, Green and Growing Team. Sorry, I've got Germany already on my brain. So don't forget to register for that before time runs out. Um, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to email me. Um, I'm always on Instagram. You can hit me up at um, veggie underscore slinger 4.0. And I would really appreciate it if you guys could um, click on the little QR code um, and give me some feedback for my National SFA Teacher Ambassador Program. And like I said, thank you again for having me. I am definitely open to answer any questions you might have before we jump into um, our little roundtable talking. Awesome, thank you so much, Cara. Um, is there any questions that we have for Cara at this time? I would be happy to ask those. Um, or if you have questions, I'm sure she would be more than happy to answer them in the chat as well. I have a question. Right. Uh, we do have a question. Oh, oh. go ahead. Uh, my question is, what do you do with the kids who like just don't do any sub work at all or, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, we all have those, right? <laughs> I would love to say that there's like the perfect answer for that. Um, but honestly, I mean, I, I do allow my kids to do makeup work. Um, I had an experience back in November where none of my kids did the packet and it was a significant amount and we had to talk. We had a big talk about the importance of I'm leaving content so we can pick up where I left off. Um, I have to teach both science and CTE standards. So I explained to the kids, hey, I'm not just leaving you busy work while I'm gone. I really need you to complete this task so we're able to pick up where we left off. If we aren't able to do that and I have to repeat something, we don't get to do the fun labs and the fun activities that I know you all like doing. Um, they really bought that, they did. They kind of like took that and they're like, oh, okay, I really wanted to do you know, the M&M lab. Okay, we gotta get our work done. So when that happened the first time, I did give them a second chance. Um, I'm feeling I'm getting a lot more um, positive um, answers and kids completing stuff after we had that heart-to-heart -heart conversation. I did notice somebody asked about the New Horizons articles being a little too short for them. Um, I am on an hour and 50 minute blocks. <laughs> so I completely feel you on that one. Sometimes what I'll do is I will find them one that goes with the content we're studying. There was one about um, beef byproducts or something like that. And then I did a lesson that I'd already had planned and gave them a mixture of assignments. So what's great is you can do that search for content, get one um, resource from National FFA, and then some, use some of your own 
that you already have. I think that is really great uh, to like, I think the best part about that national FFA resources is that it works for teachers that have 45 minute classes, but also that hour, did you say hour and 50 minute? Wow. Um, there was another question in here about your opinion on a sub binder and what that looks like. So I've seen sub binders, I'm okay with them. Um, sometimes they're a great resource, like I said, to have those phone numbers and contact information. Other times I feel like subs don't even look at them. Uh, it really just depends um, on your repertoire, I think, with the subs as well. They're great for emergencies. Um, I'm fortunate I can do a lot virtually and just submit stuff on Google Classroom for my kiddos. They know the routine. So I will tend to lean on that crutch a little bit. But there's definitely nothing wrong with that sub binder. It's a great resource to have, um, especially if there's an emergency. And I would say, you know, I was talking about the movies earlier. It never hurts to have that movie and how to set it up in your emergency sub binder of, you know, what connectors or what you're using um, to view that movie on, just in case um, you do have an emergency. Hey, you just finished listening to another episode of the Green and Growing podcast. We are so happy you're here. If you want to connect with us more in a different capacity, you can go ahead and head to our website at greenandgrowingedu.com where you can find um, our takeaway library. You can get connected to Germinate um, and virtual coffee and all the things or if you are more of a social media person, you can head on over to Instagram to our Instagram page, Green and Growing EDU, um, or Facebook as well. And we would just love to connect with you and to grow with you.